Waffling Tail as Light, the pocket-sized podcast that packs a gaming punch. In this serving of bite-sized banter with a side of gaming goodness, we catch up with Anthony from Capes on the Couch podcast about Mega Man 2 for the NES. Take it away, guys. Hello there and welcome to another episode of Waffling Tailors Light. My name is Squitch, one of the two hosts. We are here with a good friend who's been on before, uh, Anthony from Capes to the Couch. Uh, I really hope I got that right. Did I get that right? It's Capes on the Couch. On on to the same diff. You all get thrown on there anyway. So <laughs> how are you, my friend? I'm good, Squitch. How's it going with you? Uh, it's a it's a dreary summer's day. It's not rained yet, so I'm hopeful, ish. Well, it looks it looks like the the weather looks really nice in your spaceship or submarine, whatever thing it is that you've got going on with your background there. And uh, I like the blue hair. You gotta have blue oh. hair. There you go. Oh is yeah, there it is. There it is. That's gonna come across really well in an audio podcast. Um, yep. And I like to think. Well, it's funny you have the, the blue hair with the the. The, the Stinko Man 20XD6 from, from Homestar Runner, I'm going completely off tangent already. But if <laughs> we're talking Mega Man and Stinko yeah. Man 20XD6 was very much like an anime slash Mega Man pastiche from Homestar Runner. And when, when Strong Bad was designing Stinko Man, he's like, and then you got to have the blue hair. You got to have blue hair. Hey, Stinko <laughs> Man, I want to be the guy. No way. You're just a kid. Is that a challenge? <laughs> yeah. It's kind, of, it's kind of like that question, you know, if you could have blue hair, have blue hair. It's kind of like, you know, if you could be anyone, be yourself, except Batman, always be Batman. Or insert superhero name here. So, um, you've obviously let the cat out of the bag. We're going to be talking about Mega Man or Mega Man 2 on the NES back in the day where Bill was a name and we had all the free time in the world. But before we get into that, with the certain questions that I've got, um, on here, please tell us about your podcast, my friend. Well, uh, for those of you that didn't listen the, the first two times, shame on you for missing that. Uh, <laughs> go back and listen, especially the Mortal Kombat episode. Who boy, mm. that was just bonkers. Uh, you, oh, me, yeah. and your brother just talking about that 95 atrocity of a film. Uh, it's simultaneous. It's, it's simultaneously terrible and also absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so for those of you that haven't listened, uh, my name is Anthony. I'm co-host of a podcast called Capes on the Couch, and we analyze the psychiatric and mental health issues of comic book characters. My best friend is a board-certified psychiatrist, and so each episode we cover a character or a group or a relationship or a theme, and we examine the portrayals of the various neuroses in the in comic books and then how realistically are they portrayed? What would treatment options look like for that character? We role play a little therapy session towards the end of what therapy with that character would sound like. It's edutaining is kind of what we call it because it's educational, but also entertaining. We have a lot of fun with it. We've got uh, over 170 episodes. I think at this point uh, we're currently on hiatus. Although as of this morning, we did just release an episode to break the hiatus because we occasionally talk to creators about their comics 
and we have uh, good friends of ours that are doing a Kickstarter, and they've been on the show. I think this is their seventh time. So, and the Kickstarter ends next week. So we were like, well, we got to get you on before uh, before the Kickstarter ends, even though we're on hiatus because we just love chatting with them. So uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for as long as Twitter is still active, whatever that hellscape manages yeah. to be. Um, we're at Capes on the Couch, and all of our episodes are on our website at capesonthecouch.com. You can find us everywhere except Spotify uh, for reasons I'm not going to get into. So, Okay, definitely give them a listen. It's it's, uh, really interesting, the format and how they do stuff. So I'd say definitely give them a listen. I do when I get a chance, when I'm not editing my own as my own job. So (laughs) I edit podcasts all day. So what do you do in your free time? Listen to podcasts. You're not helping yourself. You know, so I I do it when I'm in the right frame of mind to listen. (laughs) It's my life all over. So Mega Man 2 on the NES way back in the day, the game that nearly didn't come out if it wasn't for the the uh, the love of the creators saying we want to make a sequel and make it better and they were told do it on your own time so they did and they kickstarted everything the mascot of Mega Man himself if you're going to call yourself your mascot Mega Man you better deliver right yeah yeah it definitely um, kind of reinvigorated the franchise and established everything moving forward because if you look at the differences between the first game and the second game there's it's not wholesale change but there's enough there that you can see everything that followed is an evolution of Mega Man 2 and not the first one they mm-hmm. kind of you know took the good parts of the first one and dropped everything else and then expanded on that um yeah Mega Man 2 is it's up there with, as far as I'm concerned, uh, anybody who calls themselves a, a fan of the series basically says it's Mega Man 2 or Mega Man 3. Those are your favorites. Nobody's walking around going, oh yeah, I love Mega Man 5. Like, that's a good game. Don't get me wrong, but nobody's nobody's favorite is Mega Man 5. Like nobody's, you know, looking at like the rest of the series. Nobody's like, I could play Mega Man X7 all day. Like, no, you can't. No, no you wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Stop lying. <laughs> like it's Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3. Those those are your pinnacles. And then Mega Man X. Um, mm. But uh, but yeah, Mega Man 2 for me, I had pretty sure I still have the original cartridge for that uh, series, for that game. And then I've got the Legacy Collection. I have the disc for GameCube. I have it downloaded. Uh, I bought it on the Switch. I have it on Steam. I think I have it on Xbox. I've I've got a problem. But well, let's let's just say you're a fan. It's not a problem. You're just a fan. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I can. De- I can definitely say the intro to Mega Man 2 just it's it's not just a static screen it's that the camera goes up and is on top of a building like Batman looking out ahead you know it's uh, definitely an image that has bent into a lot of people's memories when it comes to classic Mega Man and then that music I yeah I run Tough Mutters and um, I do a lot of the the endurance ones where it's like we're going to send you out there for like twelve hours overnight, mm. and you have to run it. And so I run with a speaker. It's a waterproof speaker that's attached to my um, my water pack, <clears throat> and I also bring a phone with me in a waterproof case for Bluetooth. 
and each lap that I do has a different soundtrack. And the first lap for me on those races is always Mega Man music. Nice. And it's it's from the entire series. Like I there's stuff from X in there, stuff from the the original. I never played Battle Network or Advent or any of those other like Mega Man.exe. Like I never got into those. Um, mm. But it's all from the the original series and from Mega Man X. And I've got it blasting on my speakers as I'm running through the thing because there's just something about the music that locks you in, focuses you. Plus, some of that music is just so awesome. I mean, listen to, like, Spark Mandrill's theme from Mega Man X and tell me that doesn't want to make you run through a wall. Like... Just you know, or uh, or Storm Eagle from Mega Man X, like especially with the 16-bit stuff, and they were just able to add all those other things. But even going back to like the the original series, like some of them uh, is are just you know absolutely fantastic, and you know Crash Man's theme, or or Metal Man stage, or even moving forward to, to some of the ones from like you know the the other series, like Gravity Man from Mega Man Five mm. is has a really kick-ass theme. So. Um, so yeah, I use the Mega Man music to kind of motivate me uh, throughout the day. I listen to it at work because uh, they've done studies that like video game music helps focus you because mm. it's it, it's literally intended to focus you on the game and because there's no words, it's just instrumental. And so I, yeah. I listen to I listen to Mega Man music far more than uh, than your average person. I'll just say that. <laughs> I used to listen to um, various boss battle themes if I really needed to go from naught to 100 and get something done because I get the initial panic of, ah! and then I just get it done and then I pause it afterwards and then take half hour to calm down, have a sit down cup of tea and wait for my heart to stop palpitating. All the usual stuff. When you first played Mega Man 2, how long did it take to beat and was it the longest game it took for you to beat out of all the Mega Man classic series? That is an excellent question. I do not remember the first time I beat Mega Man 2. It, I was probably an adult because I don't recall ever beating it as a kid because it was always so hard and because the game and the series, especially the, the original series and those original Nintendo games, they're Nintendo hard for a reason, it's pattern mm. recognition. That's yeah. all it is. And if you cannot nail those patterns, if you cannot nail the timing of those platforms that appear and disappear or the enemies that go in the same, if you can't nail those patterns, you're not beating the game. <laughs> so I don't think I beat the game until I was an adult. How long it took me, I don't know. What I can tell you is that I remember specifically one instance of beating it. I was live streaming for of charity fundraiser. I do a lot of work with extra life, uh, which is a, mm -hmm. a charity where we you raise money through playing video games. Um, and, and the money all goes towards children's miracle network affiliated hospitals. I've been raising money for extra life for uh, over 10 years at this point. And I was doing a, an, a fundraiser. I was live streaming myself playing mega man Two. And for every, for every time I died, I had to do X number of burpees. 
And the more, <laughs> the more money I raised, the more burpees I had to do. And the, the plan was I had to beat Mega Man two in 90 minutes hmm. with taking breaks for burpees. So all of that kind of factored in and I've spent weeks practicing. I had everything down. I knew my routes. I knew my, my order hmm. the day of I'm, I'm live streaming. I'm two minutes into the airman stage and I fall off one of the platforms. Do, do, do. Son of a bitch. Now I have to drop and do, I think I had to do, was it like, it was over 50. I had to do over 50 burpees every time I died. So now the game is running. I, I think I hit pause, whatever like that, but you know, the live stream is still going and here I am. One, two, three. And then. You know, now I'm out of breath after doing 50 plus burpees, and now I have to pick up the controller and get back to playing. And I beat it with, I had, I got to Wiley. I had no lives left. I'm on my last life. Literally, there's two bars on the hit bar left. I've, I can take one more hit and I'm pew, pew, pew. And then, you know, then the password screen went do, 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 And I've got the bubble lead and I am timing everything because, you know, he's going in that like infinity pattern as the snake thing. And I have to hit him with the bubble lead and jump and hit him and avoid the things and everything else. And I got it done with one hit left on the bar. And it was like, I think it took me like an hour 25 because of all the the other times that I had died and had to do burpees and everything. So I got it done by the skin of my teeth. (laughs) And I was like, I don't ever want to play this game (laughs) again (laughs) because I, it was so traumatizing. I've played it since then and I'm 90% certain I've beaten it since then. But yeah, that, that particular instance. And that was, that was uh, probably about, eight or nine years ago was, was the time that sticks out in my mind the most. That's the most definitive time that I can recall beating Mega Man two. Um, you know, like I said, I've played it since then and, and beaten it since then, but that particular instance, because the burpees and the live stream and the charity and everything, <laughs> Oh, that was rough. You just get body aches whenever you think about it. Seriously. Flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. I, I can like, envision where I was. Yeah. With everything. It was, uh, it was not a fun time. It was a fun time, but it also wasn't. Yeah. It was, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I can't say I've ever done something like that. Maybe somewhere in the future. I don't think I play Mega Man too, though, because I suck at it. Uh, maybe something else. I don't know. I'll figure something out. It's, it's a fun game, but it is not easy. Like I said, those, those Nintendo games, because they couldn't do much with them, you know, graphically, mm. they were very much limited by what they could they could do. You know, it was 8-bit, so your cartridge is only mm. so large, and you can only fit so many things on it. So it was repetition, it was patterns, and it was difficulty, and, and it was an achievement. This is before achievements popped up 
Hmm. And you had a gamer score and this and that, and you could, oh, this little, the little window pops up that says, oh, congratulations, you, you know, you collected 50 MacGuffins from this Mm. game, whatever. And it was, it was a thing, you know, there was no game facts, gamefacts.com, you know, you had to go Mm. to like Nintendo Power, um, you know, or GamePro or call the Nintendo hotline um, to get tips on the game. So that was that was what they did. So so that's why two and three I think still resonate with a lot of people because it's fun, it's challenging. They're not long. Like I said, you could I don't know what the speedrun record is for beating that game, but it's probably I don't know half an hour. If if you are that good at Mega Man, you can beat that game in a half an hour. But yeah, you know, but you have to be ridiculously good at it and i am not but i have so fun the um it's sort of the the people who played Mega Man and can do it really good back in the day they just picked up dark souls and they just started destroying things <laughs> transferable Probably. skills you know yeah exactly either that or they go oh gosh oh god no 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 and they start having ptsd flashbacks no, not again. You find them rocking in, rocking in a corner in a fetal position. What's going on? I played Dark Souls and it reminded me of Mega Man. I can't, I can't, I can't go back. I can't go back. I can't go back. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to if, if you know people have played certain NES games back in the day, you start playing the damn theme from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and you watch the people in the room get uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. I hate that, I hate that level. Oh, I, I, beat it. I finally beat it because I got to the um, the Cowabunga collection for, yeah. for Switch. And I had to spam the save state and the rewind feature and this and that. I got through the, the damn, damn level, but... Um, I, I did yeah. that when I... When, when when we played the NES when we first had it, there was like a couple of normal... I never played on a normal NES pad for like 20 years because we had an advantage stick. So I did everything on the arcade stick. And I got through the dam on the arcade stick. I played Contra on the arcade stick. I also played Power Blade on the arcade stick. You asked me to do that now, I can't do it. But that's how I started back in the day. I did everything on a joystick. Yeah, I had I had the advantage as well. And uh, it was awesome. Uh, we only had one. And my sister and I would argue and fight over who got to use it. I won because I'm the older one. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I... I you missed the advantage yeah with the, the turbo and everything that was yeah. that was bad and, and you look at it now and it's it just seems too small doesn't it yeah this was massive back in the day it shrunk i swear it shrunk <laughs> yeah well it's better than playing with the power glove or the the u-force mm. <laughs> both of let's which i had let's not go down that rabbit hole let's not go down that rabbit hole okay Spark that's for another PTSD, episode. I think. yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do an episode on like worst peripherals Sounds good. With all of the, well, with all of the Robot Masters that's all over the the classic NES games, including the ones that were brought out NES style past the year 2000, we talk about Mega Man 2 here. With all the different personalities and the abilities of the Robot Masters, and with your in-depth knowledge of all different comics and superheroes and stuff, create a Robot Master that you could put in that game Right, but you've got to give me the personality and what sort of weaponry they would use. 
So I was I was pondering this uh, this question for a while, um, and I've actually got up a list of um, the the characters. Um, it's funny because they the the character I was thinking of, or at least the name that I was thinking of, was actually used uh, in Mega Man Eleven. Um, it's not the exact power set, but I was thinking Acid Man. Hmm. And th- the the weapon he would shoot acid at you, and it would the the initial hit itself wouldn't do damage, wouldn't do a lot of damage, but it would last over time, and so you would get yeah. hit, and you would continue taking damage for a couple seconds after you got hit, and the more you got hit the more damage would happen. So the first one wouldn't be that bad. And then the second one would be, you know, would take off like two bars per, you know, like every second for three seconds. And then the third one would be three bars of every three seconds. Um, and so that would, you know, it would accumulate over time, the, the damage. Um, as far as personalities go, I think because he, he's acid, he would be very sarcastic and, kind of nasty and quippy mm. and just kind of like a real jackass towards Mega Man. Not that any of them are like really nice, but, but that would be the kind of the personality to match the power set that I, uh, you know, that I would use. But like I said, I, I was looking through and I was like, Oh, you know, there's, I would go for something like acidic, whatever acid man. All right. Oh, acid man was in, Mega Man 11. Okay. So I would <laughs> probably think of, you know, something else, um, mm. some other name for it, but that would be the, the personality in the power set. It's, that was kind of a hard question because it's like over 100 robot masters. How do you create something unique? You know? Yeah. I mean, there's been myriad. I mean, like Pharaoh right. Man, like, come on, you know. There, there's been <laughs> some. Think- there's been some really offbeat ones yeah uh, and there was also inclusion of the first female robot master Mega Man 9 Mermaid, Splash Woman I think yep. Splash Woman Mega Man yep. 9 Splash that, Woman yeah that he took down with bees really easily which was weird <laughs> just yeah. unexpected um, I, I'm just imagining like Acid Man with that classic 90s attitude you know with his cap on backwards and that kind of thing that's the kind of thing I'm imagining if Mega Man had a side gig, what odd job or hobby do you think he'd pursue in his downtime? I I tried to think about this for a while, and I I came to the conclusion that whatever Mega Man does as a side gig, I don't think is going to have anything to do with his powers. Because it's going to be just rooted in his personality. I think he's going to want to do something fun. I think he's going to want to do something that isn't going to involve battling or technology, whatever. I think he would like make music probably because he's in, in Japan is rock man and roll mm. and bass. And so the whole music theme thing is going on there. Um, so that would kind of be my 
initial impression is Mega Man would play like keyboard for some prog rock group and just like, you know, or like jam out to like fish or the, the dead for like a half an hour, you know, where it's like, okay, we're going to play three songs and it's going to take us, you know, an hour and 20 minutes to play three songs because we're just going to noodle over here and just, and I said, this is a fan of Dave Matthews band and they can definitely stretch out a song way longer Mm. than it has to be. But like, if you're a fan of fish or the grateful dead or some other groups that can just really take it and stretch it out to go like way out there, you know, or he listened to like tool and like, all right, Mm. this is, you know, this album is 70 minutes long and there's four songs on it. (laughs) (laughs) I could just imagine Mega Man, um, but once he noodles and he gets a bit better at his keyboard, he, en- he ends up being in a 80s hair metal band because all he's got to do is add things to him like shoulder pads and stick a wig on his helmet and he's sorted, you know. There you go, there you go. Or he takes the helmet off and he just lets the hair grow out. You know, we've seen what that looks like. It, He's got a nice nice head of hair, flows in the wind and everything, so. Ends up having a mullet. <laughs> I mean, hey, it, was, with a mullet. it was the style at the time is all I'm going to say. Yeah, it was the style at the time. <laughs> Give me five now, beats for a quarter, you'd say. <laughs> we had to say diggity because the Kaiser stole the yacht. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In your opinion, the tank system, did it make the game like easy slash too easy? Or was it a nice addition, a nice little buffer to make sure you didn't struggle too much? I think it was definitely needed because that first game, man, I, <laughs> I've never beaten the original Mega Man. Um, I, I do pretty well, but I've never managed to, to get to it. That one eyed yellow thing always manages to get me that, that shoots itself yeah. across. I can never get the pattern of, of where it, it sends. It's the same pattern every time, but I can never dodge all of the pieces as it goes Mm. from one side of the room to the other. And then I can never like get high enough to hit it in the eye. Um, So yes, the E tank was, was needed even with the E tank. It's still a hard game because as I said, there's so much platform jumping and other aspects to it of the pattern recognition and, and this and that, that even if you have the E tank, it's not like, Oh, well, if they, if, you know, the E-Tank makes this game a breeze to, to go through. It's still a really friggin' hard game with the E-Tank. Mm. If you took that away, it'd be damn near impossible. So I'm perfectly okay with the E-Tank. I think maybe some of the other stuff, uh, it, like if you, if you did Mega Man 2 with the E-Tank and sliding and the charge shot, maybe that would be a bit much. But... With just the E-Tank, I, I'm okay with that. In Mega Man 2, best battle to fight, as in most challenging, and worst one, as in got you every time? So, I mean, any of them can be can be beaten if you, if you know what you're doing. Um, the uh, Quick Man is is kind of a pain if you don't use the time stopper 
and it's hard to get to him with a full time stopper because you end up you know needing to use it for that level where to for the portion of the level where you're dropping down and the beams are coming through the sides. Beams, yeah. I was able when I was practicing for my my charity live stream, I was able to get the pattern down enough that I could get through it without needing to use the time stopper, mm. um, which was super helpful. But um, I, I don't think I could do it now because the muscle memory isn't there and, and the recollection of exactly where the level is uh, and, and the beams yeah. are. So I would say uh, quick man is a pain if you don't have the time stopper. If you do have the time stopper, it takes off like half of his life. And then it's just about trying to uh, avoid him and stuff like that. Um, mm. So I would say that um, as far as like, you know, the, the best where you're like, Oh, I can, I can, I mean, as I said, at, at this point it comes down to, you know, do you have the right weapon? Because some of them, all mm. it takes is you just get the right weapon and you just hit him a couple times and you're good. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, is it, is it cheating to say metal man only because like, once you get, once you get the metal blade, that kind of opens up things a lot easier. And I know one of your other questions is, you know, do you spam the metal blade? Um, so I, I hate to, to jump ahead. And the, the answer is no, I don't because I don't want to play like that. I use the, I use the mega blaster through the level as neat. I'll go to other weapons if I have to, but I use the, the mm. power, you know, the mega blaster because I feel like that gives me enough of a challenge to make it worthwhile. I feel like if I spam the metal blade throughout the level and with the bosses and stuff, then it's, it's not as, it's not as fun. Quick fire question round. Okay. Now I'm going to ask it again of about, you've already mentioned it once, but I'll ask it again. Did you spam the metal blade weapon? Nope. Okay. Okay. Right. Second question. Dr. Wiley goes to a Halloween costume party. Who's he dressing up as? The only caveat is he can't go as himself. Woodman. I, it's a, it's a straightforward costume. I think he just, you know, throws on like a, a garbage can or something around himself. He puts some leaves and sticks on it. Boom. There you go. Woodman costume. You're done. <laughs> and that's also a shot because Woodman is the one of the lame. He's the lamest one in this game. And he's definitely one of the lamest robot masters uh, in, the, in the series, as far as I'm concerned. Woodman. Okay. Fair enough. So a little unconventional, but this is a, the third part of the quick fire question round. Dance off time. So all eight robot masters and Mega Man have a dance off. Who wins and what's the winning move called? And I'll give you a bonus point if you give, if you name all the eight robot masters in Mega Man 2 before you give your answer. Well, so there's uh, Metal Man, Air Man, Bubble Man, Quick Man, Crash Man, Flash Man, Heat Man, and Wood Man. Um, <laughs> winner, I of asked the, that really. I? <laughs> winner of the dance battle. I gotta say, um, either either Quick Man or Flash Man because they're gonna do something with time and speed to make themselves go really fast or slow things down and you know go in like slow motion and then go back to normal speed so it's it's going to be one of those i think they've got the best moves probably
if Mega Man's dog Rush, who was introduced in the third game, I believe, had his own spin-off game, what kind of misadventures do you think he'd get into? Yeah, Rush was was introduced in the third one. Because um, in the second one, you just had those uh, those other little things. There was the, the thing that climbed up the walls, there was the rocket, and then there was See, the... the In-level items, wasn't it? Yeah, in-level items, I think, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Rush, I think, would kind of just... Um, I want to see like Rush and and Base have a spinoff of just like doing their thing because Base is just like you know this this massive character and kind of kind of goofy as far as I'm concerned. Um, and then <laughs> Rush, uh, you know, is is the, the like the loyal sidekick and everything. So I would want to see, um, I would want to see them in a spinoff of base trying to get things done and then rush always bringing him something he doesn't need or something he discovered <laughs> and base being like, no, no, this, this doesn't, this doesn't help me. But rush is so focused and loyal and he, he wants to, to do the right thing. So that would kind of be my, I guess, take on uh, on a rush and base spinoff. I'm getting strong uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog vibes from your answer, like Cletus and Courage. You know, Cletus is trying to do something. Courage is trying to protect him and save his life. And Cletus is like, stupid dog! Yeah, I'm getting that okay. kind of vibes okay. from your answer. I, could, I kind of see that. Yeah, I'd, I'd, put, um, I'd put Rush in... I don't want to say the the unhelpful category, because he means well. I think, I think he means yeah. well. I just, you know... That would be me for like humor purposes. I just I would want to do something something like that. Not that it's I don't know that it's necessarily like accurate to the characterization of of base and rush, but that's where I would like to see it going. I think it would be very funny. And then you know, rush keeps bringing base all these things that he he thinks he doesn't need and that he can't use at the moment. And then at the like towards the end, he finds that all the stuff that rush brought him can be put mm. together to form something. I don't know. He could build another robot or something he can do with all these things. And then base is like, Oh my God, rush. Like you, you kind of like had this all figured out the whole time. And rush is like, <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. There's, there's, there's an idea for you. Capcom pay me. <laughs> Cut the check. <laughs> Just stick it in the mail. It'll be fine. Yep. <laughs> I'll DM you my address. You can send it to my PayPal or Venmo me. Here you go. <laughs> Venmo me the money. So Mega Man is hurtling towards the final robot master before taking on Dr. Wily and his blaster stops working. Or should I say he's still powered up, but he just can't shoot his blaster. Before he goes into the final robot master's lair, there is a maintenance room in the style of Dead Rising 2. So instead of the blaster shooting energy bolts, is he is Mega Man going to shoot something else out the blaster? Is he going to turn it into a melee weapon? What creative thing does he do to create a weapon against the final Robot Master? See, I never played Dead Rising 2. So when you were like, oh, it's like a maintenance room, like Dead Rising 2, I was like, I don't know what that is. I, mean, I know Dead Rising. I played it. 
but I never played the sequel. Uh, and even when I played the first one, we're going back 15 years probably at this point. So it's it's been a hot minute since I played. But I think what he would do is he would find whatever he could get his hands on and he or or he would go and again i don't know how if this is even possible within this hypothetical if he could go back and get the the bodies such as they are of the robot masters he's beaten before and if he has access to that uh, I think he uses whatever he can get his hands on. He fashions a melee weapon and he beats the crap out of the final robot master. I think he like pulls a leg off of this guy and an arm off of this guy. And he just goes like just MacGyver's it. Yeah. Just MacGyver's it. Or he turns him into nunchucks or something, you know, like robot limb nunchucks. <laughs> and he just goes ninja on the robot master and just ping, 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 you know, like, Bruce Lee enter the dragon style, just, uh, just kind of <laughs> just smacks the crap out of him, And that's it. So if that's realistic, I don't know, but we're making it up as we go along. So I could say whatever it is that I want and you can go, okay, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Cause none of it's real anyway. I think if, if going back, if someone said, oh, have you ever played this new Mega Man 2 game? You get nunchucks in it, I'd be a Mega Man fan right now. Um, <laughs> it didn't really appeal to me as a kid, but if someone said, you can use nunchucks in futuristic setting, you can take on robot masters and just batter the hell out of them with nunchucks, I'd have been in. I just would have thought, yeah. this is Ninja Turtles, but in the future, you know? There you go. I mean, if you play Mega Man X, you have access to the, the Hadouken fireball. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, and, and I did get that. That one takes you a while to get the, the Hadouken mm-hmm. fireball because you have to play the one level like several times and it's kind of a pain, but, and you can only use it if you have absolutely full health. You can't use it any other time, but it is, it's pretty cool. Hadouken! Hadouken! Well, or least- when he says it, he's like, Hadouken! Hadouken! <laughs> And just, just sped it up, change the pitch. I mean, I think in Mega Man X, you don't have to do the gliding level, dear. I, I think I was like Mega Man X 3 onwards, where I would like the the air glider type thing where you got to... It's the uh, the auto-scroller, you know, where you're jumping across the platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was... Yeah. I don't think the first one had that, so you didn't have to worry about it, but it still took a while. I gave yeah. up in the end. I couldn't do it. Couldn't find all the pieces. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I've played X3. I have the X Legacy series as well. Uh no surprise there. But I think I only, I think I have that one for GameCube. So I would have to play it on my uh first generation Wii because I don't have a GameCube, but I do have a first generation Wii that's backwards compatible. So I could do that, but in any case, um man, now I want to go back and play it. <laughs> <laughs> and see, like, oh, Mega Man X3, sure. I have this effect on people. I start talking about stuff. I'm going to go home and play it now. And then I get a message later, I can't find it. I just beat ah, Pikmin right. 3 this morning because um, I've, I've been playing that with my son, uh, waiting for Pikmin 4 to come out. 
So, um, so that was, that was fun. That's a cool series too, but it's not Mega Man. Yeah. I, I always got confused back in the day, the difference between like the Mega Man X games and then the RPG 10 based one that they brought out. Cause I got that one. I didn't play, the, I played the Mega Man X games afterwards. And when I was trying to describe it to someone, I said, so what's it called? And I go, I don't quite know. It's the RPG one. And they went, they're Legends? all RPGs because you, you find stuff. Yeah, it, I think it is. You know the one where you've got like the, yeah. it kind of plays like Final Fantasy X, the turn-based one. I, I played yeah, that I a lot. Mm, I just, I, I always never, got confused. I never played Final Fantasy past five. Um, ah. <laughs> I've, I, no, I, I stand correct. I've played the beginning of seven. I've never hmm. made it past the train station because I like, or the train or whatever. It's just, it, there's too much. There's too much. And hmm. I just, I lose interest at that point. And I've watched my, one of my, my good friends, I've watched him play and he's like, Oh, the final fantasy series. He's like, you know, oh, I'm playing X two and you know, he's playing all these series. And I'm just like, that's too much. There's too much. Give me five, <laughs> five with the job yeah. system. That's enough for me. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, I, I always remember Jay when uh, he first got Final Fantasy VII for one line, for one line, one delivery. Same with uh, Final Fantasy IX, um, a, a similar thing. But in Final Fantasy VII, at the end of the the first bombing run that you do, uh, Cloud, in a dramatic fashion, shows up in a train car. But before it, Barra asks, where's Cloud? Where's Cloud? So Jay, being the teenager that he is, he named Cloud my dick. Yeah, he, Anthony is sniggering right now. You, you can't really see it because it's audio. There we go. <laughs> oh my god! Oh Jesus! <laughs> Where's my dick? Where's my dick? In Final, uh. in Final Fantasy Nine, right? It starts off with like um, to really brief off you. It starts off with um, a theater ship going to do a big play called I Want to Be a Canary and at the, the end of the game the same theatre ship comes back but your main character goes missing after the end this is no spoilers by the way right? and at the end a guy comes on and in the beginning the same thing happens a, a hooded guy where you don't see his face and he introduces the show and then wanders off Gan changes her name in aid to avoid detection at a certain point in the game and the game suggests Dagger to you because she's asking about one of the weapons Dane has and says, oh, it's called a Dagger. Well, I'll rename myself Dagger. A different friend, no, so not Jay, a different friend of mine, renamed Dagger because at the end, Zidane says, he whips off the clock and he says, because I want my Dagger back. So you can imagine what he called her. Um, oh, but that God. was like, that was like 60... Four hours in to get to the ending, just for that one joke. I had to applaud him. I had to applaud him, but it was just way too much. Oh, gosh. I love that, though. See, I love the commitment to the bit and to saying, I am going to go sit through all of this. It's a 64-hour setup for one punchline. But it's the ultimate shaggy dog joke. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. The the thing that really annoyed him was he said towards the beginning, he he beast through a lot of it because he knew what he was doing. He wished he would have padded it out because not only did he want a specific name for Princess Garnet or Dagger, he wanted the completion time to be 69 hours and he was five hours too fast. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> nice. 
the only answer to that. Nice. <laughs> it's the only acceptable answer. Nice. Yep. Nice. <laughs> We're adults, honest. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. Remember, folks, growing old, growing old is mandatory. Growing up is optional. Yes. Uh, when it comes to guys, I'll quote uh, uh, an Irish comedian. Women grow older and get mature. Men um, are just, they're just tall children holding a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Not wrong there. Um, yeah, honest to God truth. Right, so that, that that pretty much wraps up everything I was asking about Mega Man 2. I thought I'd throw in some, some off-the-cuff questions to try and catch you out, but you schooled me on Mega Man 2, as I knew you would. Uh, <laughs> so with that being said, for the listeners that are listening in, could you please tell people where to find your podcast again, sir? So we are Capes on the Couch, or I am co-host of Capes on the Couch, and you can find all of our episodes on our website, which is capesonthecouch.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, at Capes on the Couch, and you can find all of our episodes on pretty much every available podcatcher except for Spotify. I think some of our older ones are still available, but we we no longer have new ones releasing um, to Spotify. So if you're one of those people who only listens to podcasts on Spotify, sorry, um, but uh, in any case, that's kind of where we are um so and we've got you know uh all of the links are available on our website we've got a discord we've got a patreon we've got a, a t public so it's there's good stuff there if you really like what you hear you can support the show in, in many ways as i said we're currently on hiatus we'll be coming back probably late august i'd say late august early september we're just uh, we're taking a break for the summer but uh, we're we're getting ready to come back for season ten. So season ten, we're we're not there yet. At Waffling Tailors, we've got a lot of episodes under our belt, but a lot of them are just us going. No, no, no let's get people around and talk a lot of gibberish. So we're not at season ten yet. We're getting there. We're getting there. Life All goals. Right, you'll get there. Life goals. <laughs> okay. Well, as always, thank you for for joining me, Anthony. I even pronounced your name right this time. There you go. Then it's it's fun as always, Squidge. Okay, now, social stuff. I've got to do the social stuff now. Let's see if I remember it all. Um, okay, so you have been listening to an episode of Waffling Tailors Light with me, Squidge, one half of the Waffling Tailors co- hosts, co-hosts, whatever you want to call them. I'm, yeah, I'm really good at this social stuff. Um, you, you can find all our stuff on um, wafflingtailors.rocks. On there, you will find links to all our social stuff. Um, you will find a section, I say this for Jay's benefit because he'll kill me if I don't, you'll find a section on there called What Games We uh, Played and it has a list of all the games we talked about. It's currently up to, I think it's over 1,600 with links. You click on a game, it'll point you towards a podcast where we talked about it. Uh, he's very proud of that one. Um, there's a, there's links to all social media. We've got a Discord link on there, so if you want to join the Discord and yell at me for not knowing about Mega Man 2, go right ahead. You know, because I am a podcast co-host and semi-professional idiot. I'm not going to know everything. So with that being said, um, I'll st- here's the sign-off section. Can you tell I've done this and I haven't done this in a while? So with that being said, stay safe, stay awesome, and we'll catch you next time. My blood itches. <laughs> Great way to start the podcast. Help, my blood itches. Are my eyes supposed to be purple? <laughs> Why are dragons t- tapping on the windows? <laughs> <laughs>
There's a goblin on the plane. That's a different movie. Um, right, so let's make a start. <laughs> There's this something point. on the wing of the plane. Something. Yeah. No pre-workout this time? No. <laughs> I had some out yesterday. Ended up not going to the gym. I was sat just going for about three hours. Not good. <laughs> not I can hear colors. <laughs> Pretty much. My, yeah, I'm not going to lie. My fingernails are vibrating. 